Good morning and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. So we are still practicing reflective listening this week. And here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, my name is uh, David. I'm in Chicago. David. Hi. Hi there. Hi there, Sherry. Um, my name. I'm. I'm very nervous. Um, this is my first time calling in uh, to any of the radio shows, but this is my third year. Well, welcome. In the, thank you. Um, um, I'm also new to the reflective listening, so it's been a, a bit of a challenge this week, um, attempting to speak, um, attempting to reflect what other people say, uh, aside from just the practice internally. It is tricky. Isn't it? And it just feels so awkward and weird and self-consciousness provoking and all those kinds of things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, David, this is where we say you are having the correct experience. Right. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is interesting that calling into the radio show, I guess in this, this assignment week, kind of parallels that um, attempt to, to do the reflective listening as well. Uh-huh. Can, can you say a little more about that? I'll try to. Um, okay. <laughs> um, in condition mind, it seems that I, I definitely try to prepare things to say, but um, with reflective listening, I've noticed that there's nothing to prepare there. There's only listening, and there's really only um, a kind of giving back to the other person exactly what they've shared with me. Um, I think most of the the practice has been uh, with my mother that I've I've reflected with her the most, um, and it and how, it is interesting. How did that go? Yes, and it is interesting that it seems like she was listening to me reflect her, and then um, didn't have any negative <laughs> kind of um, reactions to that, which was great. Um, so I just oh, continued yeah. to practice that. And, and it might not be the same all the time. I, I understand that. but Well, it, it, here's it, one of the things that you've heard in this, of course, is uh, that, that there are some times when some people really dislike it. Yeah. Well, that's because they're identified with ego. So right. I'm going to project that your mother, <laughs> who probably loves you, I'm guessing, Yes. Um, is really happy to be in a conversation with you, really loves it that you're listening to her the way you are. So there would be nothing for her to object to in that. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. Really, to me, that's really important to see because 
people would get very concerned about, well, you know, my this or that person, you know, says, oh, you're doing that thing again. You're, you're, mm. you're doing that parroting thing again. Well, okay, so they're identified with ego. And I think I can pretty confidently make that statement because anybody who's present is going to be sensitive to the fact that, why, you're really trying to be here with me. You're, you're listening to me. You're, you're focused on me. This is great. Thank you for that. But ego is not excited about that. Ego doesn't want to be seen and heard and accepted. So if your mother's a wonderful right. person to practice with. Yeah? Sure, sure. And you know, David, you said something a minute ago that caused me to, to see something that I've never seen in this way before, and so I want to tell you about it. Is that okay? That sounds great. All right. So you said, in conditioned mind, we're, we're preparing what it is that we're going to say. But in reflecting, there's no need to prepare because all, all that's required is listening. And that is the most beautiful description of what we are attempting to do with life in awareness practice. Ego is always preparing what to, how to be in opposition to the intelligence that animates us. And when we are present, we are just listening for what many traditions call that still small voice, the wisdom, love, and compassion that is us in our hearts. So we're just listening for that. And I've never seen that, that this practice is so clearly training us to listen to life. So thank you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Don, don't be a stranger, David. I will. I will uh, uh, continue this practice of calling in. Yes. Very good. Appreciate that too. All right. Go happy. Thank you. Thanks, David. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh. Hi, Ashwini. It's Debbie. Um, from Minnesota. Hey, Debbie. Hi. Um, well, I'm surprised I just got on. Um, and what I'm seeing with reflecting is um, there are a couple of things. Well, one, one is the good news. Let me start with the good news. The good news is that I think like the way that we've gone through this whole progression from sitting to walking to working to uh, engaging with other people in conversation um, has let me um, kind of out a process around um, thinking that I have to go do my, like, something that gets in the way when I'm, when I'm in communication with other people is this belief that, like, I have to prepare, I have to do my meditation and my exercise and take care of Debbie first before I engage. 
so that I engage well. Um, so, and, and of course, that's a process that just distracts me from engaging. But like that, this gives this provides an anchor and a way of staying centered in all circumstances. Mm. So whether it's working, like there's a place to there's a way that I can engage in life, whatever it is, and find center. And it's not about what I've done before. So I don't have to hurry up and do whatever I think I've got to get done for myself before I can X. That's the process. Is wow. one of hurrying up and yeah. What a what what a bamboozle to catch on to, right? So there's that. I have to do all of this for Debbie, all of her exercise and meditation in order to get her to center before she can engage or interact with anybody else because that's that because if because that is the only way she's going to engage well. And so the fact that the exercises are focusing on attention and awareness or, or, or center from which or, or center from which anything is engaged in, whether it's sitting or walking or talking or listening, allows us, allowed you to see that process, which is actually keeping you from being centered in interaction. Because it's, I think what you're pointing to, right, Debbie, is what Sherry's always talking about. Uh, what you practice is what you have, or you don't have, you don't have to leave here in order to do something in order to get back here. You could just stay here. Exactly. And so right. then you bypass all of that process that actually keeps us from coming from here, or keeps us in the orientation that we're not here and therefore we need to do something in order to get here and then we never get here because that process is what's keeping us from coming from here. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. So, it, and it's a process I've seen before, uh, but providing specific tools for engagement mm. uh, it, like it allows me to relax and, and just do the task. It feels like I can grow up and like let go of Debbie's little agenda and do the task that needs doing so I can settle down to it. Yeah, well, but, you can let go of ego Debbie's agenda. Exactly. Like, that's exactly. not what I'm identified with anymore. I'm, I'm here. I mean, awareness is always aware. So right. <laughs> let's get right to it. Let's cut to the chase. Right. There's a safe, there, there can be a safe way. There's always a, pl a way of engaging in a way that feels safe and comfortable. Mm -hmm. it, and that, it, that equates to not having that conversation. Be the exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. So that, that's, the main, that was, that's a big one. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other thing I'm seeing specifically with this exercise is um, that I'm finding a resistance to using it in all, like in generally, but that in certain circumstances, when, uh, especially when I'm around someone who's suffering, for example, and I have no idea what to do with that, it's great. Mm -hmm. But that I don't, like, if, if things are going well and I'm kind of in a, like, we're in a usual conversation with a friend, but I have resistance to, to doing that because mm -hmm. um, it feels like it might feel awkward. Like, so that's the resistance is saying, you know, 
we always just talk. Like, why should we do anything other than just talk? So, so here's something to consider, mm. right, Debbie, which is um, uh, you're aware of the resistance, and then the question becomes, so what? So what if it's awkward, right? Because the, the process, of, process that we're attempting to transcend here is the control that tells you this is something you can do and this is something you cannot do. And right. so you could try it. And if it is awkward, you know, I mean, if it feels uncomfortable, you can laugh about it. You can explore it. I could but tell her what I'm doing. I could you be could like, tell her what, exactly. well, what I was doing is practicing this. And even before you start the conversation, you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something. I'm going to do something okay. because I want to get past this thing that tells me that I can't do this. Mm. Right? And so there's okay. that, that it's not that we're avoiding the experience of awkward. We're, we're, we're investigating if I can be with any experience and I'm certainly trying to transcend a voice in my head that's telling me what to do and what not to do. Because if it can do it to you in a pleasant conversation, it can absolutely do it to you in another situation. Oh, yeah. No, really like, I, don't, I don't want to look stupid. I don't, you know. That's right. right. Exactly. Right. So the process, is the, the process of resistance is always the same. It is an attempt to control you. And so then what are practice of awareness is, is to become aware of it, accept it, and then explore what, what what's is possible. It, what's possible. Why, is it, yeah. why am I so frightened about awkwardness, especially with someone who's a friend? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I might, be, I might just tell her what I'm doing and do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that way yeah, I will exactly. not feel like I'll just be totally transparent. And the other place it's challenging, this is my last observation about this week, is... Um, and it, it, it reminds me of yesterday when, when a mom called in, but it's just like there's reflecting my daughter and then like, you know, she's trying to tell me a joke about Garfield, but I'm trying to get her to like set the table or do the thing that needs doing. And, and so there's the, the agenda and then there's like the listening. And if I'm trying to push an agenda, I, I feel like I'm not able to reflect, I'm barely able to hear anything. That's right. <laughs> like, and and then, then we, bring, we come back to the point of the exercise, right? It's not about reflecting her, but reflection, as you said, as a tool to keep ego identification out of the interaction. So you could, you could, wa you could watch yourself barely listen and reflect internally or externally and then say, can you set the table? Because that's going to come from, that means that you're not coming from that identified place of I've mm. got to push the agenda, which is again, both, both processes you've pointed to resistance where you can, whatever's going on, uh, this is not a situation in which you can reflect. And I have an agenda coming from an identified place, a place where you're suffering. And so, uh, as you said, that's the place you want to reflect. You can do it when someone else is suffering. How about doing it when you're suffering so that that interaction is a, an interaction from presence? So wait, I'm not sure I'm following. Let me, let me just make sure. Are you saying I reflect to her that I can't listen right now because, this, because of the time or saying drop my agenda and reflect her and listen to the joke and then, and then go back? 
Yeah, so, you like can move, uh -huh, so you're telling me about a, a funny thing that you, uh, you heard about, which is Garfield doing ha 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 ha. Now, would you, would you, would you just put the, would you just set the table? Oh, but, I'm, but listen what, first. Yeah. Listen that, first. Not, for, not because you want her to be different, but you want to be in a different experience. Yeah. Yeah, because I find it all, I, can, I, can, I can't even hear. That's um, right. Okay. And you want to be here, right? That's I do. That I, do. I, want, I want to engage from center. So if I'm not at center, I have to use the tool to come back here. And the resistance that it's training you with is saying this is not an occasion where you can use the tool because you have an agenda. Right. Right. So I've just shared three processes. You know, I'm going to look stupid. Um, this is not the right time or place. Like, I don't have time for this. And, um, and I have to hurry up and do this first before I get to center. So it's, it's, yeah, so just do the practice, get centered. <laughs> like, just do the practice. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Gosh, thank you, Ashwini. Do the practice, get centered. <laughs> kind of a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oops, here we go again. Hi, this is Jen in Pennsylvania. Hey, Jen. What are you seeing? Hey. Uh, so many things. <laughs> this is all so helpful. Um, and one place that I was looking at was um, I seeing how I, I feel like it ties in with what you were saying, Sherry, about the the training to listen to life instead of, you know, what, what ego wants to get in there and, and think. Because the experience was working with someone that I've worked with professionally for a while. And when we were having kind of a revisiting her goals and, and talking about that kind of thing, and it was so, so I did a lot of reflecting. And it was so helpful to see that I, ego, like I would have had a sense of where I thought her, you know, what goals she wanted to whatever. And she started saying like completely other things, you know, and it was so helpful that I was like, okay, I'm just here to reflect and great. Like she was able to just, you know, talk about what she wanted to, but it was so helpful. Like, wow, you know, it's the like, to see how far off, <laughs> yeah, to see how far off our ego projections are. How, exactly. how little clue ego has about anything, especially about other people. Yes, yeah. I feel like I really, yeah, <laughs> it's really, really, really good to see because it feels so convincing so often like, well, I know ego, no, you know, I think that, that, mm -hmm. uh, that ego is me and there's a knowing and it was, I loved how the reflecting really just gave a sense to be like, yeah, no ego, no idea. And it's so wonderful mm -hmm. to have this way to just be there and see what might actually unfold instead of, you know, what I'm told is going to be well, the direction. So, yeah. And, you know, Jen, it's, um, it's, it's bigger than uh, um, I don't know, right? Because we don't know. Mm -hmm. We never know. But it's wrong. It's wrong. Right? Ego is yeah. actually wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, the, the fact that, you know, if I can make peace with the fact that I don't know uh, when I'm identified with ego, well, that's, that's good because, in truth, we never, we never know. We can't know. Knowing is not, is not possible. 
not not the way we're conditioned to think of knowing. I know what's going to happen. I know uh, I know how you feel. I know how you think. I mean, uh, we've known each other forever. I yeah. No, that's that's mm-hmm. all. Not it's not possible. But this, what you got to see is it was actually wrong. So you were in a situation with this person where you could reflect her, and 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 you you got to see that. If that were not the case, and you had just let ego plunge on ahead, you've been completely wrong about where she was. Now some people would say, "No, Jen, <laughs> you're really off base here." But a lot of other people would just clam up, and that'd be the end of it. Yeah, and and go with it or whatever, or just not, you know. Yeah, right. Yes. Say, well, yeah, I don't want to talk to her really about cool. goals anymore. Right. <laughs> right. She, she has no idea. Yeah, I, she, she, I'm not going to tell her that. I mean, she's just going to think that, that I'm crazy or I'm wrong or whatever her conditioning is, right, about what it's yeah. going to project onto you. So that really being there with her and, and getting that, okay, <laughs> I'm going to find out what's going on with her uh, opens, opens a doorway for both of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks for really pointing that out, that it's not just that we don't know. It's that, it, or the, you know, yeah, that ego, it's wrong. I mean, that's really important and helpful to see. Oh, it it is yeah. really important to, it's really important to get because just about 100% of the time, ego is wrong. And if, if there's a, one of those situations where, uh, say, it predicts, you know, uh, you're going to go to the airport two hours early and the flight's going to be delayed and then you're going to be just sitting there like a dummy having wasted all this. And it, it actually goes that way. It's a complete accident. Ego didn't know anything about that. You know, we don't mm-hmm. notice the times that it says, predicts all these things, says all these things, and they don't happen. Right? We just pay attention to the times because ego is very invested in that. It, it pays attention to the times where it can say, see, I was right. See, I was right. I was right about that. I knew. Mm. No. Oh, my gosh. Accident. That's so good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Go happy. Right. Go happy. Thanks, Jen. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Uh, this is Lauren from over here at Mountain Ranch. Hey, Lauren. Hey. Um, I, was, I um, live out in the middle of nowhere with just my husband, so I was having a friend come over, and I thought, oh, okay, this is going to be really great because now I'm going to have a chance to practice with some, someone else besides my husband. And so, and she's an old friend, and, um, you know, we lost track in, the 20, in our 20s. We're just now... Uh, a couple of years, we've reunited. We're both in our fifties, and um, so she's she has a label. They've given her a label um, bipolar. All I notice is that she's emotionally labile, up and down. So when I was reflecting, it just seemed like. Maybe this wasn't a situation for reflecting because it seemed like when I reflected back, she would go deeper into her uh, dark past or, you know, her dark days. 
who and and when I was reflecting, now it could be ego, but it was saying, "Oh, this isn't a right direction. She's just going to keep talking about um, her 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 difficulties with her uh, diagnosis." Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So you, you this is someone you haven't seen in a while that has a label. And what you noticed when you were reflecting her was just simply how it caused her to go deeper into her uh, a story. Would you say, Lauren, about yes, exactly. what was going on for her? Uh huh. And uh-huh. a story that I, you know, that she tells all the time. <laughs> a story she tells all the time. And here, and you watched that ego voice coming in to say, okay, well, this is not a good direction. So a couple of questions here. Lauren, did you did you feel present? Yes. That you were able to stay and, and reflect and that you were you, you felt like you were aware of what was going on for uh you you were aware that was going on for you and what you were projecting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And did it seem like there was a problem that she went deeper into her story? Is that, that your sense of what was being projected? It seemed Yes, that when I um, reflected her, um, she started crying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um, said some more things and I reflected that and she just kept crying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, But afterwards, she uh, hugged me and said, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So that's really interesting, right? Because... Here, here you are. Uh, so there was a sense that your reflection was what was causing her distress. Seemed. It seemed that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yet, at the end of that, she hugged you and said, uh, "Thank you for listening." Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many things about that, right, Lauren? So hard to predict whether that uh, voice that came in and said, "Oh." Uh, this might not be the right direction is intuitive or it's an ego voice. And so just to be aware of all of what's going on, I mean, facilitation, which is what reflection is a part of, is a very intuitive process, right? And the the thing that the tools that we use are to keep us out of the, keep me out of the interaction. Now, maybe there's an intuitive sense that it's, it's moving her into the story. And so you would want to reflect in a different way. We, we don't know. We just become more and more aware of that as we practice. But this, the, the most important, uh, the important awareness in this interaction is that you were present. You okay. were watching what was going on. Yes. Uh, you're aware of a process that uh, perhaps is looking for a particular outcome. That You were aware you didn't want to cause her more distress. Yes. Right? And, and that awareness is likely to allow life to calibrate to how you are or, or what you do, but that, uh, that we want to stay in that awareness so we can be informed, not have a doubt as to whether the conversation or the interaction is being controlled by that ego voice. Okay. So Did that make sense? Just being aware for myself. Yes. In regards to when I'm communicating to her, 
Um, uh, what? So if I would have in in talking to her, I would, um, and and I can see she's going over to the dark side. Um, I would. I would probably stop the reflection. Some and 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 ask well, questions. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, so I think we've moved into trying to figure it out, right? Which okay, is the process it. that I was attempting to point to. You don't know to stay with to stay with using reflection as a tool for you to stay in awareness so that life can inform what might be the, how you are in terms of what you say or what you reflect or what you do. But when we, when we, but when we leave ourselves, it's very, very dif- when we leave awareness, it's very difficult because I could say to you, uh-huh, so if you see her crying, stop reflecting. And then that becomes a rule, right? And so right. then... And then goes to conditioned mind. I'm not going to reflect okay. her. I'm, I'm going to. And you have absolutely no idea whether or not uh, it's working, not working, which is not the point. Right, right. Okay. The point is to be with, to be with everything. And so it might arise to say intuitively to, to stop the reflection, or you might practice doing it anyway, like we were talking, talking to Debbie about about. Uh, just in the last call, but the the point is that you're here and you are aware of what's going on for you and you can tune into coming from that centered place and be with your friend. Not that the reflection is either going to cause her distress or not cause her distress and so you need to know what is the right thing to do. Just be present. That's right. Just be present. And all will be revealed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks so much. Thanks, Thanks, Lauren. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, uh, I know we're at time, and this, you know, it's probably a dangerous track to go down, but um, hopefully not. You know, the assumption, we're we're deeply conditioned to be afraid of emotion, Mm -hmm. to be afraid of feelings, to try to control, you know, control is the ego's whole deal. And so the belief that, uh, that, that not letting somebody talk about how they feel somehow keeps them from feeling it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's when so beautiful. Pretty, pretty much exactly the opposite is true. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, having that history myself, as uh, you know, that person is described, you know, uh, uh, the, the and the feeling is there. That doesn't, what I'm feeling is not the same as it's true, right? Mm-hmm. It, that, there, that, that I won't feel a different way at a different time, mm-hmm. but, but not uh, being allowed to experience what I'm experiencing is what happened to all of us. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. We were having the experiences that we were having and we were told, no, you can't do that. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. not okay. That's not the way to be. Mm-hmm. And so we shut down and try to control and everybody shuts everybody down and tries to control and ego is just in hog heaven. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and what I'm say, seeing about what you were saying, right, Terry, is that it, it might sound like a story, but that doesn't mean that I'm not feeling it in the moment. And that's, that's exactly be, right. Uh, that's exactly I might right. say the same thing because it's really what's going on for me. That's exactly right. My toe still hurts. Yes. My toe still hurts. My toe yeah. still hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it until it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And we have sort of the ability to use tools to redirect attention, but... Most people That's don't, right. and so just having someone mir- be there in kindness, mirroring our experience for us and, and holding that yes. place so that we can have that experience without judgment. Yes, mm. and without, without fear. Without you fear. Know, people are afraid. Of, people are afraid when people go into those places. Um, yeah. and, but the person who's in that place is in that place. Mm-hmm. You know, me being afraid to be with them when they're in that place, that, that, that's not going to help anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Lauren was doing her right. such a great service. Yes, yes, yes. And of course, we we know that place where then ego wants to second guess what she's doing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and try to make it a problem. And if anything happens to this woman, it's going to be your fault because you, you know, those all of those ego stories. And and what Lauren was doing was uh, intuitively what what spoke to her, which was be with this woman mm-hmm. all right thank you sherry that brings us to the end of thank the show thank you Ashwini. and we have an assignment yep. coming out at noon today noon pacific yes we do all right well thank you thank you everybody go happy go happy